here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain, and we have a new recurring guest. That's right, joining the likes of Hoborg and Wasabi and many others. We have Fire Puff 12. That's right, the man, the legend himself, Fire Puff 12. Thank you so much for joining me again here on Bottom of the Smash Mountain. Thanks for having me, dude. Always good to talk to you. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. We have some recapping, we have some previewing, and we have some reacting. So just based oh. off of those three words, what is the most appealing to you to do first? Previewing, reacting. Um, and hmm. recapping, yes. That's hard to decide. I did. <laughs> I feel like, okay, when I used to have Fox, Falco, and Puff in front of me, that's like, at some point, I couldn't decide. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Well, what sounds uh, more appealing to you? I mean, a, a well, a coin flip doesn't. Well, Puff quite was, work. Puff was the third one, and reacting is the third one you said. So let's go with that. <laughs> we have a new Smash ripoff on the block. That's right, All Star Brawl is just around the corner. Just got announced today, I believe. A new Nickelodeon IP Smash style game where they're your favorite Nickelodeon characters, such as Patrick and Nigel and. Well, actually, I don't really know how deep the Nickelodeon lore goes, but the point is is that there's going to be a new game that's Smash-related, a platform fighter. You get it. And one of the things that we've heard about it so far is that it will have wave dashing, according to a developer. It will also have rollback netcode, according to a developer, and be on multiple platforms, including PC, again, according to a developer wild wild things already a better game than ultimate i don't know what do you think fire <laughs> i have two comments to make right off the bat here you have nickelodeon just like nintendo another big corporation that's done whack things but hey they're making a fun game so might as well get it am i right <laughs> i'm just kidding because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm a big Korra fan you know this and like those creators got really screwed over right it's very similar to how nintendo screwed over like us but um you know it's still the game and the developers, like these developers from Slap City, right? So they're really, honestly, great choice by Nickelodeon. They really surprised me. I think this is their way of proving that they're better than Nintendo. Because even if they made scummy choices in the past. That's not hard to do. True. But still, you would, <laughs> <laughs> after some of the things Nick has done, I'm just like, nice. You really got the Slap City devs. Like, I'm surprised. Because <laughs> um, if you've heard, I'm sure if you've heard, because you had an episode on Rivals of Ether, right? So you know a little bit about the outside like the platform remixes of melee and slap city um is one of the like most beloved ones like i knew psycho midget he was the best puff in socal for a while and he loves that game like there's a lot of melee players that just love slap city and those developers are making this right so there's a lot of promise and on top of that you're talking about how there's wave dashing confirmed and there's uh i heard there is um rumors about shield dropping i think and there's uh yeah netcode so it's going to be ledge sick, canceling. I think. Yeah, ledge canceling. And personally, I'm so hyped for, like, if Avatar Core is in the game, dude, I'm getting it for sure. <laughs> like, I need to figure out a way to get it. Um, if I get it for Switch, I need to figure out a way not to, like, pay Nintendo directly because, you know, we're on that free melee. But, man, oh, no, I'm don't so get hyped it for to the play. Switch. Like, d d just mm -hmm. don't get it for the Switch because, first of all, yes, there's it's hard to do it without directly supporting Nintendo. But secondly, do you really think it's going to have rollback netcode on the Switch? I, I don't uh, think so. You're I right, yeah. So. Yeah, okay, like when you talked about having it on the PC, 
uh, like when you did your little advertising um, segment just now, I it didn't quite hit me. I was like, wait, it's just on the three consoles, right? But yeah, it's on the PC. I guess that's kind of like slippy. So it's I have be... a laptop, though. <laughs> well, yeah, so do I. I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to work once I have Ooh. internet in the in the coming weeks. But but we're we're talking about yes how Nickelodeon has done things in the past that have definitely been developer developer negative like and and yeah. screwing over creatives for sure yes. but the one the one good thing that they did before this that I will also note for the record mm. is that they created the Avatar Studios and brought on Brike I always Ooh. forget their real names to, yeah, to, helm, to Avatar Studios, yeah. Right, to helm to helm that because Netflix screwed over Brike most recently by saying mm. you will no longer have creative control of this live action Atla project. That was We're all going. Up. This is ridiculous. You're going to take the people who came up with this, who gave you the best version of okay sorry this is my opinion the best version of the avatar universe that we've seen yes there is Korra. yes there are the comics those are all fine and well but that's still my personal favorite the three books from the original run of avatar the last airbender that's that's still my personal favorite out of the ones that i've seen and read so mm. you're going to take those people and remove them <laughs> disrespectful yeah. to the highest degree like i almost canceled my netflix subscription i was this close but i'm an american yeah. consumer so i didn't but i was still yeah. close fire that's the problem american consumer like honestly i mean if you play nintendo you can be a consumer from anywhere like it's just rough like it, we're they kind of have us like they have the movies all in one they have all the games you know it's just like uh, like i've I would argue with my friends, like, as a kid, like, no, like, Nintendo games are the best, you know? Like, I like playing Mario, I like playing Pokemon, but that's the company that's screwing us over. It's just like, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't buy Nintendo stuff at all anymore, but yeah, I'm still a big fan of one of the games that they made in the past, still a big supporter, still draw a lot yeah. of hype and interest, a lot of listeners on this podcast. No, not really, but <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all still Nintendo fanatics, even if we h hate them so much. It's like the way that I think of it is, is that I like. There's a lot of parts of Nintendo that I like, but then there's a yeah. there's a there's just a few of them that I really, really, really dislike, and I can I can right. be fine with that because it's sort of like. It's sort of like other things in life where maybe there's a yeah. part of your job that you really, really hate, but then the rest of it is pretty cool. It's pretty hype, but. Right. Again, there's just things that you're like, I'm going to get rid of you so bad. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, I mean, about your audience, I think it's pretty cool what you're doing. Like, you start off, um, you know, as a newcomer to scene, even though you'd been watching, you hadn't really made an impact yet, right? But uh, whoever listens to your podcast loves it. Like, you hear it all the time. Like, you hear a shout out on Wannabe's um, you know, Melee Stats podcast, like, or server, like, we'll be discussing it everywhere. So you have an impact, and uh, that audience is going to grow. <laughs> I appreciate that, Fire. And I also love how, after all of the robots came in and tried to build up your subscriber count after that episode <laughs> ended, that you are actually building up some more subscribers on YouTube oh because... God. You're, you're seeing some results, some tangible results and growth coming out of all the effort you're putting into your content. I think that's super sick. Thanks, dude. You were there for me for that. I was melting down. That was rough. I was like, 
stop inflating my subscriber count. You're making me look bad. Like, at first, it's like, oh, dang, you have 20k, but then you look at my views, it's like, what the heck? This guy has the views of a 1k subs. It's like, yeah, I have 1k. Where'd you get these 20, all these bots from? Just liking my nun likes my joke video <laughs> out of nowhere. Oh, man. I'm glad that was over because now I have an accurate representation of my, um, you know, spectators, viewers. But, um, yeah, I appreciate that very much. Uh, I actually checked today. I've been on a daily upload streak since May 20. <laughs> I'm going to take a break soon. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And that takes a lot of work. That doesn't happen by accident. I know that some people might look yeah. at your channel and be like, oh, okay, that's just kind of edits of other people's stuff or this, that, or the third. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That still takes a lot of effort to put together. <laughs> I, I, even thinking about editing something of my own makes me like, sick to my stomach i'm like i do not want to do that i just want to talk for an hour and then just slap it on youtube like it is that's what i want to do <laughs> and here you are being humble about what you do what you do is no easy task either especially with the resources you have um you know listeners of your podcast know you have very limited resources and i think a lot of people would give up but you make it happen with just a phone and like a couple contacts right you have like an editor for youtube so pretty amazing stuff on your end <laughs> yeah, shout outs to legs for for handling the video stuff for youtube i really appreciate that and having legs. a work laptop is nice they like Love the sort of know what i use it for sort of mm -hmm. <laughs> you know the less questions the better but at yeah. some point i'm probably gonna have to get my own laptop <laughs> or it's kind of like, like what we do computer. it's kind of like what we do with slippy you know we just uh yeah we're just uh you know we're just playing melee that's what we're doing yeah <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> yeah, With... you know, we don't need to know about the details. We have the disc, you can see it. You know, we all ripped the ISO, obviously. Of course, of course. I have, yeah. you know, I I've obviously uh, have done that. Well, what I really need to do is figure out a way to do that. If I want to play Slippy, I need to get the ISO correctly. Okay, so right. about the All-Star Brawl, though. Yes, back to my, topic. My idea for this, and I know we're a visual medium so we're going to have to try to keep this to a smaller list but mm -hmm. i need you to think about what characters from Korra, from atla from both like the avatar universe in general that you really want to mm -hmm. see in all-star brawl because there was a stage that looked like the western air temple and i was like oh. okay yep yep they gotta put in that would be the worst decision oh, ever made by a for-profit company to not put someone like zuko like avatar Korra, like yeah. iroh like yeah you get it on and on so we gotta <laughs> go through the gauntlet here of avatar characters that we would love yeah. to see first of all we can just spit a bunch out and like you know go over some ideas some 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 pitches and then go from there we'll probably have to narrow it down to maybe like three characters each but let's just talk about how awesome it is that this is a possibility because how yeah. cool would it have been for someone like ang or Korra to be in ultimate but then it'd be lame because ultimate is not really that much fun to play when you <laughs> like melee so like ang would be cool or Korra would be cool great that's that's yeah. awesome but then that would be only one character and it's awful buffer system and online play is just the worst ultimate is not a great and fun game it doesn't really feel that okay so now that it's going to be yeah. in a better setting so good for avatar <laughs> give me some characters you want to see um actually when you said iroh i was literally thinking of like 
you know, like there's assist trophies and stuff. I was thinking, like, what if you could just like summon Iroh, like if he wasn't a character, like if let's say he's like Zuko's assist or something, he could just be like, uh, Prince Zuko, you must relax and focus or something, and then he gets healed. I don't know. Something that I would love to see is like something like ah, that's true, but you are clearly outmatched, and then like blow up the stage. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Or like, do you remember why they call me the Dragon of the West? <laughs> oh shoot, it's more of a demonstration, really. <laughs> oh, and then he gets the thing out of his mouth. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> see, Dude, would that not be so cool? How could you be not so be sick. gifted the keys to the kingdom of something like this? We've uh-huh. only gone over literally one character, and I'm just like, I need to think about this for the next 24 hours because of how yeah, cool we, this is, is conceptually I speaking. I think we touched the surface. That's the thing. <laughs> the thing is, I think we all, I don't, I'm not trying to be pessimist here, but we all need to be prepared for disappointment because a lot of cool stuff's going to be there, but everything you imagine, like a lot of that's not going to be there, like some of it, you know? Because there's okay. too much we can imagine. That's true. That's true. It's still gonna be sick. Don't but, get me wrong. But it's just like I don't know if the the fungi horn and the dragon of the west and like everything's gonna be there for Iro. You know. <laughs> probably not. It so, still has to be yeah. a platform fighting game. It has to make sense. Right. Like, sure, yeah. there's footage of Iro using his belly as a weapon. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of when Azula tries to run away, but then Zuko and Iro there, and now it's everybody cornering Azula, and she goes, "Look at this, enemies and traitors." All amazing. working like that was amazing. That's, it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen exactly like that where an attack of iros in this is like the jab is the belly yeah. the belly attack <laughs> but <laughs> in the same vein of disappointment we also haven't been disappointed yet fire so the possibilities mm. are endless right now as many disappointments that's as true. there can be there can also be triumphs and i'm just focusing on the positive right now dude yeah i guess i'm just thinking of it in terms of when you said keys to the kingdom i was just thinking about dang like I don't know, like, how many things can you imagine, right? But then they have to develop it, and they just straight up might not remember, like, everything, right? Because everyone just expects them to remember everything, and that's just not possible. But, I mean, they seem to have, yeah, a good team, and... What's up? Sorry, sorry, go ahead. What happened? (laughs) No, I was was just, like, I'm getting super, super hype, and I need you to talk me down a little bit, so keep going. I love it, dude. (laughs) Uh, I think there's some stuff going on at home, but like if it wasn't, I'd be like screaming too. But right now, I'm just like trying to control my voice. But I'm very hyped. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I had to do you the same thing when, with that. Yeah, when Uvas was taking 20 stocks off of one crew and parked in bracket, I had to do the same thing. I had to tame my voice because we had guests over, and I was just like, "How are you taking 20 stocks?" I was like controlling my voice and everything. But um, yeah, back to the game. <laughs> um. What were we talking about again? The different characters, right? So, yeah, Zuko. Zuko would be really sick. I think you have to have Zuko. I think yes, um, and 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 the Blue Spirit has to be a separate character. Like, if you want to try oh, to do like 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 that duo thing, like they did yeah. for Zelda and Sheik and Melee. Zelda and Sheik, yeah. I didn't even think about. That. I I, yeah. I personally disagree with that. I want them to be separate characters. Like, I don't want that okay. switching stuff because it's like. You, you go from having a sortie to a zoner because anybody who has a lot of bending like Zuko is going to be more of a zoner because you have fireballs and fire whips mm-hmm. and fire blasts. So obviously there's going to be a certain amount of of zoning that you're going to do as a projectile heavy character, quote unquote. 
And I think that's probably going to be the reason why they don't have a ton of Avatar representation in general, because any of the bending elements involves more or less projectiles in like a platform fighting sense. Actually, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, So so if you think about Aang versus Zuko, right? Um, Zuko, like Aang would get up close and he would scrap. Like that's how he got Zuko, because Zuko was good at the mid-range, but Aang would get really up close and then like, like he did mango kind of things, honestly. Like mango puff, <laughs> even with the air. Like he would just get right behind him, cross him up, you know, make him spin. Right. And so, yeah. So when you got that kind of stuff, so I think, I think Airbenders will definitely have that capability. I think um, Korra, right? Um, actually, it was just a general style shift in the Korra time period where people were just more streamlined. Um, honestly, kind of like what we see with melee, right? Like things are more streamlined. Um, you see more in common, even if a player is from the West Coast or the East Coast. So in Korra, like you saw different benders bending in a similar way because there were things like the sporting, like the um, competitions, right? Like where it was good to like bend straightforward in a similar like shape and like similar and like decent speed, right? So and there were rules. I think we're gonna exactly yeah like the pro bending arena rules. So. Not that everyone followed that at all times, you know, outside of the arena, but we saw a lot more like streamlined of a style. So when Korra fights, right, I think we saw some of that and her own take, of course, but she can earthbend, she can firebend all in the mid range to close range. Um, she was a very good firebending attacker. Like I think as aggressive as Zuko is, he is more of a zoner, like like you said, I think. So I think we can definitely see some variety. I think what would be sick is I just became Armada, didn't I? I just said I think like 40 times. God dang it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you were around in 2017, Cypher, but Alex19's emote cracked everyone up. He has an emote called like Alex19, I think. <laughs> and literally, I wake up one day, it's Big House, like Big House 6, and there's an interview, and Armada's just like, I think. And then you see like a million, like 40,000 viewers, and like a million, I thinks. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Okay, well, let me try to <laughs> be conscious of I think, but. Um, Let me. Even with, I'm just looking this up now. You so keep talking. <laughs> I th- I just said it again. But anyway. Oh, that's hilarious! See... I'm looking at it right now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can see Zuko and Korra, two different firebenders. Or I'm not sure if they'll get Mako in. I think if they get Korra characters, uh, Asami would be a good one. Maybe Bolin before Mako, but Mako a good one too. Uh, but we can see f- variations in the same element is what I'm saying, right? Zaheer, and, like, definitely needs to be in from Korra. Like, that's probably yes. my favorite villain. And that's probably yes. true for a lot of people who like Korra. But Zaheer was so cool. Yeah, no, I'm a huge... Yeah, I love season three. And I, and I think Zaheer is amazing. So I agree with that completely. And um, I think... Because, okay, so Aang is a scrapper with Airbender. Or he can, right? He can be. It's so interesting because Zaheer's aggressive and he can get up close too. It's going to be so interesting to see if the devs implement like those kind of nuances, right? Where Aang has like smaller hitboxes per se, but he's faster. And then Zaheer, so it's kind of like a link, link, young link ordeal. But like there's even more of a difference because Zaheer's like aggro and Aang is more trying to like whiff punish. He's trying to get you to whiff and then he'll just get behind you, right? So. Uh, it's, there's all kinds of, it's, it's literally like the possibilities right now to us are endless. So for yeah. lesser known characters, I want to give give some light to like characters like the Boulder, for instance. It was was my idea. I was like, I, it would be so cool to see the Boulder in a fighting game, and then have taunts that are basically just quotes from the show, like as Cipher, just... Cipher, the Boulder agrees. <laughs> 
thank you so much. That makes me so happy. I know shout outs to easy to do in your environment. Shout outs to Mark Revival. Um, we had a back and forth on Twitter. We're all just like the boulder this, the boulder that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think of a. I need to think of like uh just just one line to do from the show. <clears throat> mm. The boulder is no longer conflicted by his feelings. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the, his initial reaction, right? It was like the boulder feels conflicted about fighting a blind girl or something. And then he says that, like, after. <laughs> <laughs> With the, after like, the ta- anime, the anime I'm yeah. mad thing on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how cool would Toph be? Sorry, I said yeah. Toph. 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 Holy cow. That's how you By know you're way, a melee player. By the way, by the way, Toph came first. Okay, so yeah, Toph would be such a cool character, such a such a cool character. Like I would yeah. love there to be, like I, I think Earthbending would probably be my favorite to use in like a platform fighting game. I have to be honest because, yeah, even though the temptation is to use a lot of aerials and that kind of thing, I think they could figure out a way to have the earthbender be fast enough to sort of thwart aerial approaches and also figure out how to make like the grab game, I think would be something that they could just make super broken and then make the recovery really weak where like you can grab from, from long range, just like grab them by their feet when they land on the platform. They could have disjointed hitboxes with like rocks and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then like of the special of the specialty elements, would you save those for like a rage mechanic or perhaps a final smash where like the waterbender blood bends, the firebender uses lightning mm. and so yeah, on? I think it depends. Um I think lightning uh honestly would be cool as like one of the B moves. Um bloodbending is very extreme, so I think that would have to be saved. But um uh, like I guess like for Bolin, right? There's Lava in, bending. Exactly. There's there's metal bending and lava bending, but lava bending is I don't know if it's it's not quite blood bending, right? But then like Zaheer, you know, bending air out of your lungs, I think that has to be like that's a Mortal Kombat stuff. I don't know if the <laughs> Yeah, no, that's happen. that's not gonna be for Nickelodeon platform kids fighting. Actually <laughs> Cypher, I have a really funny story to tell you. So just recently someone was like, Yo, Fire, like I wanna join like Fire Nation, right? But then they were like, Wait, 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 I have a question and they're like, Toph or um Man, what's it Boomy? Yeah. Toph or Bo- Boomy? Like who's stronger? <laughs> and I said Toph and they're like, Okay, okay, we're cool, like I'm gonna join. I was like, What the <laughs> <laughs> This is like a homie test. Yeah, that was funny. But um But to be fair yeah. to be fair, Boomy is a very, very strong earthbender. It's not like oh, yeah. It's not like it's a closed argument sort of a thing, but uh, Toph has to be the best. I mean, that's I think just... she's just the prodigy of her of her element. Like Boomy was all like all, he was insane himself, and in his prime, he was probably kicking, you know, a lot of lot more butt. But Toph's just the prodigy. So absolutely, coming up with metal bending. Oh, metal bending. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I think you have to mention Kuvira actually when it comes to metal bending, right? Because oh yeah, F- fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Shoutouts to Let's React. I just finished watching them react to Korra, but, uh, you know, the Kravira matches are like, fresh in my mind. Uh, she just completely changed up metal bending. Like, they even showed Toph versus uh, some of Kravira's troops for a little bit. Just a completely different style. 
So again, like when it comes to character nuances, even but even within between the same elements, right? It's gonna be very interesting to see. I just really hope that it all, you know, kind of lands more on the positive side in terms of reception as compared to on the negative lame side because they've tried to make Avatar games before and they have mm-hmm. fallen flat, flat, flat. So with good developers behind this or, you know, for Slap City anyway, I- I'm hoping that... That's, yeah, that's a very yeah, good ho- sign. That's, yeah, that's that's encouraging to hear. That's encouraging to hear. So then that leaves that leaves the reaction stuff to the wayside now we actually spend a decent amount of time talking about that so i can call that a real segment we should now mm-hmm. transition to recapping because it's not going to make sense to preview and then recap so let's start with the big one rollback rumble the big one was literally a historic event so let's just start mm-hmm. off by saying Big kudos to Homemade Waffles, to Jade, Nathan Sandwich, Shiggles, Young Walk, and and dozens of other people. I named the people who are officially part of the Rollback Rumble team, but there were yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of contributors and content creators, stream runners, people who were like leading pools and all, all kinds of stuff. This was an amazing tournament that lasted eight days and capped off with an amazing top eight for the for the singles bracket and lots of prize pot and it was a lot of people just really excited to sort of celebrate a little bit of an end to an era you know there's a lot of IRL events coming back but this is going to be one of the last big probably in many ways the last big IRL major at least for a while until we figure out what we want to do with online events with mixing IRL events in it was just an incredible event so big kudos and applause all around to all the people who helped make it possible Woo! wish I could have helped not really able to help so maybe there won't be a next time will there but hopefully I'll be able to help with something so for your part fire overall impressions of this event um well I just wanted to um how do you say it I guess let, let, let's just say I'm quote retweeting what you just said in the beginning, <laughs> like in this conversation, because big shout outs to um, Waf, Jade, Nathan, uh, you know, Shig- the entire team. Um, there's just, yeah, there's the official team. There's all the volunteers, like you said. Um, can't be said enough. Can't be said enough. They, like I was, I was chatting with Nathan at some point, like just after hours, you know, I was just chilling, talking about other stuff. And at the time, he's literally, like, on a dock. He's on a dock, and, like, uh, Jade and, like, a couple others were there. You know, like, that's the kind of work they were doing at, like, what, 12, 1 a.m.? They're just constantly um, working on this stuff, and they're, like, the reason we had this amazing event. They're the, they've been behind so many things before Rollback Rumble as well, but, yeah, this eight-day event, monumental occasion, and the end of an era. So I, I can't really put it any better than you did i'm just kind of going through like the different points because it it is amazing what what we just saw transpire and um yeah like there's so many cool events uh there you know there's smash sisters uh i got to commentate i'm really honored because i really i'm a big fan smash sisters i was really impressed by the players i saw in five days of melee and it was really cool to be able to talk about their play Uh, and then there was also the wolf bracket there's volleyball um doubles I'm missing 
some events for sure. But there are so many things going on, and it was just... oh, crew battles. Crew battle, yes, of course, crew battle. Yeah, you have to talk about that. A lot of upsets. <laughs> my state, California, in shambles. But you know, we saw some cool things. <laughs> CPU zero caught my attention. <laughs> And Dreffen is finally part of a winning region for the first time in his melee <laughs> career, which, by the way, is not five years. It is much longer than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to, where to begin, Cypher. Um, I guess we're trying to do, like, a recap so we can, like, focus on singles, I guess. Yeah, so uh, the one other thing that's coming to mind that I think of when it comes to this event is... They're, they're, okay, or, I better not think about this a lot because the more I think about it, the more things come back into my memory. But the content stuff that the Wannabes podcast did is also something that bears mentioning because I love shouting out the Wannabes any chance I get. All yeah. the content stuff that they did was awesome. I love the talk show kind of stuff that they were doing, all the interviews, all the behind-the-scenes type interviews. Just This is something that is near and dear to both of our hearts where we want to show a lot of respect and love to what TOs have to deal with. There are things that happen where it's outside of their control and it's really negative and people just want to dogpile on. And sometimes things happen that are sort of like, oh, well, you know, I'm paying attention to a million other things and this slipped through and that's on me. But like wanting to be supportive, even though it is hard to, 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 I don't know if being rewarded is the right way to put it or just like it's easy to support someone like Mango or easy to support top player, Hungrybox, top player, whoever, because everybody wants to support the players. That's great. Yeah. But supporting the TOs, it's not like the clout chasey kind of thing to do. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. But No, I, I agree. I have a lot of respect. The point is, is that yeah. like showing respect and love to the TOs that make all this possible it is such an yeah. integral, important part of the scene. So seeing the wannabes also make sure to give love in that direction. I loved that. So to JD and Wasabi, thank you for that. But also I wanted yeah. to talk about the salty sweets <laughs> between I, I don't Mog know and Magi. Yeah, yeah. It, I saw <laughs> Messenger was the tag on Twitter or so I thought, but then I kept seeing Mog. So it's Mog. Okay, Mog versus Magi with Magi pulling it out, <laughs> pulling Let's out go. two sets versus the one for Mog. That was <laughs> that was very cool just to hear the back and forth and see it on Twitter as well. Like I'm like, yes, this yeah. is this is salty this is salty sweet stuff right here. This is awesome. Yeah, shout out to Salty Sweet. Um, shout out to the commentary during Salty Sweet. You love to see commentary that, like, when they feel the vibes, right? And they reflect it to the audience. Um, uh, what I want is, I also, sorry, real quick, I want to go back to JD and Wasabi. Uh, Wasabi had a hot, hot run. <laughs> and uh, Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just wanted, yeah. I just want to shout that out. Shout out to Wasabi. I played him recently. He kind of woke me, <laughs> and it was it was really fun. I was like, wow, this guy's amazing. Um, and as a content creator, you know, he makes really cool videos. And uh, of course, he's part of Wannabes. Uh, shout out to JD as well. Uh, and uh, anyway, yeah, we can go back to the salty suit. I just I wanted to do my personal shout out to Wasabi too. <laughs> no, I'm sorry that yeah. I skipped so over so many. You're things. fine. You're fine. 
but yeah, yeah, I mean, your thoughts on the salty sweet? Um, I didn't get to catch too much of it, but like whenever I came in, I was like, dang, there's so much going on. Everyone's so, like you see Twitch chat, like everyone's losing it. Everyone's taking sides. That's what you love to see. <laughs> I loved it so much. And obviously I, I felt like a lot of the Peach Nation had to sort of back up Mog, but then they're like, oh, but I really want to root for Magi too. And yeah. it's just like, it's fun to see because I, I knew that they were both beefing for sure. Magi and Mog, but then, you know, just to be like, okay, let's settle it in Melee and let's do it for content. I was like, this is perfect. This is awesome. Okay. Who had. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, who had more legit beef, Plop and Ginger or Mog and Magi? (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, but. You uh, you don't have to answer. (laughs) Okay, but aside from that, it was like. There was there there was there was the, the the one negative thing that I can think of coming out of this was like how Army had supposedly bad internet connection or or, or whatever and there were people who mm-hmm. played against Army and lost and could have pointed to the less than stellar internet connection as being the reason why that occurred and it wasn't until uh, it was Army versus I think it was supposed to be Two Saint who we'll talk about here shortly saying nope I'm mm-hmm. not playing that connection because it's not a good enough connection to play Mm -hmm. and so that's just one of those things where it's like no one's going to come out of this feeling great where the to has to double double dq army out of the bracket and the players who previously played army are like well okay well what about me and army is also being like okay well my internet is normally great and i was good enough to get to where i was in the bracket and so that's obviously not super great. You don't want to have a salty mm. sweet come out of that because nobody wants to actually, that's like, that's real stuff. Like that's, it crosses that line into, yeah, we're not playing around anymore. But then yeah. to have something where Ma goes on Twitter and is like, yeah, I beat the brakes off of Magi. And Magi's like, nobody beats Magi however many times in a row or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, so there are feelings here, but it's yeah. still fun enough or just like okay let's lean into this a little bit for the content you know we're still in like Mm -hmm. content mode as well and the matches were fun from what i saw also i i mean they both just have fantastic play styles like yeah it it just it clashes really well right like that's what i felt immediately when i saw it yeah falco versus peach is really fun to watch i mean i I think i like watching a lot of peach matchups peach versus marth peach versus fox peach versus falco i'm a big peach fan too yeah (laughs) Yeah, and so it's really cool. Just like, like any any time, any time I'm watching melee, I find something to enjoy about it. But yeah, salty sweet is yeah. something that is near and dear to my heart because I still love the salty sweet between Leffen and Chillin, and also the salty sweet yeah. between Ken and PC Chris. And then I'll do one other sh- yeah. shout out. I believe it was Matt Dobzev versus yes. Kage. Kage. Yep. 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 <laughs> where Apex he Matt Dazeb yeah. takes off the jacket and it's yeah. a it's a Kage shirt with the crossed out <laughs> symbol. I'm like, ooh, yeah. let's go. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, I want to shout out uh, Ryobeat real quick, actually, because we were we were just gushing about Peach, right? Um, I woke up um, my the only super major I've ever been to, uh, Genesis Seven, and I woke up and. I open my phone, right? I'm just like, okay, what's going on? What's going on with the matches? And I see Ryobeat making that stellar upset on Wizrobe, and it was it was so hype. Like his playstyle is really sick, and he, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Ryobeat does say hi. That's a preview for you listeners. Ryobeat's episode with me will be out in the coming days. Yeah. 
very cool. That was just subtle. Yeah. It was subtle. But no, but for real, also, I I mentioned you to to Rabbit and yeah, Rabbit says hi. That's so sick. Yeah, I he's sick. I got to co. I got to. I said co commentate. I got to commentate <laughs> with him at Smash Sisters, and that was that was really fun. Um, also, yeah, like going back to the salty sweets you mentioned. Uh, there's so many good ones. <laughs> like um, what? Man, I'm blinking. When you were talking about them, I had so many in mind, but yeah, like oh yeah, Mango Leffen, that's one I just remembered. The Fox did oh, yeah, Mango yeah, yeah. did the reverse three oh. Oh my god. <laughs> that one's so funny. Uh and uh, Apex twenty fifteen, like besides the Leffen Chillin was the best and Ken PC was really good. The other ones, they weren't necessarily like as good, but they're still really hype. Um you have to mention Bizarro Flame and Eichelman, I think. That's just like I have a video planned using like business clip of being like a fraud, you know? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> well, there's also the Smash Magazine Twitter clip where it's like a remix where like Ooh. there's like a disc there's like a di- like a record over a track and just like yeah. playing a beat and they like made Scar and Bizarro Flame do like a rap over it or something, right? Yeah, no, big shout outs to Smasher Magazine and actually big shout outs to all the like rising uh, Melee streamers. There's a lot of them. There's like a whole crew. That's actually what I loved about Parked in Traffic's event because he brought like all of them together when they did the streamer crews, right? Like, um, I don't know, like, I don't know what order to go in, but there's, yeah, there's like, there's Vilparia, Parked in Traffic, Smasher Magazine, Poggy B, Cadbug96, um, not what's his name newt not newt <laughs> super wait, no wait 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 the falco player from idaho or whatever newt newt no not newt my bad uh, oh, but i love another newt, so shout outs to newt newt, newt. Big shout outs to... yeah yeah no big shout outs to newt he was actually on um or he was was he on or he was rooting for team bell but yeah definitely big shout outs to him uh, he's really sick Falco player, <laughs> but um, there's another Falco Super Noki. I meant to shout out uh, him, the streamer. Um, there's just there's a whole crew of them rising streamers. I, I think you guys should, if you're listening, should check them out. Um, like as fun as uh, you know, Mango Zane, like they're all too fun to watch. These are like rising players. You can see them grow. Like their stream, their personality is like really fun, and they're getting better at the game. And they'll like discuss with you, play games with you, like a lot more interactive. I think so. It's just really fun communities to be part of shout outs to all of them and just melee as a streaming game yes because even though there are some parts of melee that are like harder to be like streamer friendly i or for audiences or for the streamer themselves sometimes i feel like that most of the time it can still be very entertaining and you can still involve your audience to a really high degree even if it's just bringing them in for matches where it's like okay you drop a sub you get a match you know that kind of thing like it, it can still be it could still be a good game for streams. You don't have to necessarily be a mango to have an audience who enjoys what you're doing, who enjoys yeah. watching the tournament runs and supporting you. I know yeah, that you exactly. you love to support Valparia's tournament runs, so shout out to <laughs> Vel. Yeah, shout out to Vel. She's playing right now. Uh, I think she's going to do really well, pun intended, so let's see how that goes. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean... um. It's just really cool. Um, Vel in particular, like her energy for Puff. Like I've seen a lot of Puff players, a lot of homies, but um, uh, her energy for Puff reminds me of like when I started. So that's like big part of like why I'm so enthusiastic. I know that's something you can relate to. Like when you see people like having the same energy for melee that you do in like you know various ways when it comes to like podcasting or content or gameplay. So. 
Yeah, shout outs to Speedy Sloth, who's starting a debate show centered around Melee. Had Camor on as the first guest. So if you look up, ooh, well, just look up Speedy Sloth Melee. I'm sure it'll come up right away. Or just look up, <laughs> look up Speedy Sloth Melee yeah. Camor, and you'll find it right away. I promise. Great. I was, uh, um... uh, looking forward to watching the whole episode but it's in my watch later list yeah. speedy sloth if you're listening it's on my watch later list i promise yeah no shout out to speedy uh i've so i was posting my upload yesterday to like you know different channels and speedy was there too posting his his stuff and i was like let's go that's what i like to see <laughs> yeah i'd love to see a, a debate a debate show where people are like let's just throw out hot opinions and uh, get mad at each other for it and, and then we're all good after half an hour or an hour and I'm like, okay, cool. That's not my thing, but I'm glad it's your thing. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go on to play a character. Like, I'll just be really mean and be like, yeah. nope, nope, nope. Sheik is absolutely the worst top tier or the worst high tier character in the game. And, and then all the Sheik people being like, yo, Cypher, why are you being like that? I'm like, just sit it for the one episode. You know, I don't actually hate Sheik. I think Sheik is a super sick character. Have you seen Jay Mook? And they're like, yeah, we've seen Jay Mook. We're Sheik fans and so on. Uh, Man, it's so funny. I had... Okay, I'm tumbling over like two different thoughts. One, I think it's funny that you said Jay Mook because I think it just shows like... I guess I was like watching a lot earlier because I think of Plup right away. Jmook is really sick, don't get me wrong, but um, it's just cool to see like what a certain person references, right? When they think of like something cool, character, cool content, things like that. But um, the other thing I want to say, I'm trying to remember, I forgot. No worries. We can start to now talk about the singles yeah. bracket, and if you think <laughs> of it, just let me know. Wait, what did what did you mention right before Jmook? Might ring a bell. <laughs> I, I was like, I love watching Sheik. Actually, I think Sheik is a really cool character and a really oh, debates, great character. Debates, yeah. yeah I yeah, was gonna yeah. say like, you know, people be like, oh yeah, like Firepuff Toys, like a chill guy. See me, tell me that like something about Mango Puff, something that's gonna get me riled up, and then see me, and then call me calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I. Well, anyway, okay. So for for myself, we we've gotten to know each other here uh, in the past couple of months since we first introduced ourselves to each other, and yeah, like you you do you do this thing where yes, very very chill and calm in some circumstances. And then other times you're really fired up, and I think that that's not a detrimental thing. I want to tell you, I've already told Thanks. you this in private, but it's like, I think yeah. it's I don't think it's a bad thing for you to become really passionate. I think that it's just a matter of just like you know, like being self-aware about it. But like, I I don't think that you being like really vindictive and uh, like upset about something is like an automatic like, oh, hey, emotions, mm, can't do that. Like, of course yeah. you can. That's part of the human experience or, or, or whatever you want to call it. So, yep. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot because I definitely do things um, where like I might regret it or sometimes I don't regret it, but like, you know, it's just, it gives off like a certain vibe to some to people and like some people um not so supportive they'll just be like oh like you know but it doesn't mean i was objectively wrong i guess it's good to know that from you so <laughs> right but we we do need to okay so yeah, we're singles, talking a sure. little bit about how there were two summit spots open and that's because of Leffen not being able to attend. This is just the cruelest, the cruelest yeah. twist of fate that after like a, a year plus of 
quarantine and the pandemic, which is already bad enough, left and then gets sidelined by the very fact of the inadequacy yeah. of our U.S. government and and probably something to do with the Swedish government. I mean, I I want to mm. blame both, but. I am more familiar with the U.S. government than I am with Swedish government, and I can tell you that the U.S. government has a few things that they need to work on. <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> yes, yes. So, oh my God. I was so disappointed, as as I'm sure a lot of the those who are listening for yourself are to hear that Leffen would not be able to travel yeah. over for Smash Summit 11. Really, really disappointing. And Cypher, you know what pisses me off? Oh my okay, god! Okay, go ahead. You were just talking about like me getting like ranty or like you know, <laughs> oh my god! I'm oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> there, you can go on like okay. There's some free laughing videos on YouTube, you know, and there's like comments. Yours? Thank you. <laughs> I stayed up till five making that. I was so passionate. Like I couldn't polish it completely because like my laptop kept freezing, but um. There's comments, and they're they're attacking Leffen from three different angles now, okay? Like, I'm sure you heard of um, Bleep Nichols, like, just bleep out the first part, because this guy platforms people in bad faith, um, people that shouldn't be in our community, and... Um, okay, it took me a second, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and there's comments, you know, coming from there, being like, okay, Leffen lied about these things last year, um... You know, with their, like, few out of context. Like, because what that guy does is he'll take some things out of context. He'll take some things that, like, you know, you cannot refute. And he'll just be like, okay, like, this person is sorry or whatever, right? And he just, like, damage control. He does damage control on these people, like, that I frankly just, and, you know, a lot of people think should not be in the community. Right? He just damage control and makes it seem like, oh, well, you know, Leffen, like, he's this guy. He'll bring up something from 2013, right? Leffen's this guy, like, oh, like, he was a bully. And, um... So you should take, you know, he's he's trying to put these people down. He has a personal agenda or something. And um, as much as, you know, you want to keep uh, atmosphere positive, like this kind of stuff has to be addressed. Like these people, like you can't delete their comments all the time. Like they're going to keep, like they they think this legit, like a section of the community, right? Um, and like you can see the comments on my video. Um, like I just kept it there because I feel like, I mean, it's a whole, I think if it crosses the line too far, you got to delete the comment. But like, I think it's just the display of like how, where the community is at. And um, it's pretty disturbing. They'll be like, oh, Leffen was lying about the situation or things like that. And then there's also the, um, you know, video came out recently, a dot zip video. There's people from there, from that camp saying like, oh, Leffen lied about this, that. Um, and then there's also... Um, I don't remember the third camp, but like there's just people attacking Leffen from different angles. And it's like now is not, oh yeah, the EMP Lemon, like, because he like signaled some things. As good as, you know, the documentary was for getting people in, I, I, I can't appreciate some things EMP Lemon has done. And man, like they're going at him in the free Leffen video. Like we need to band together as a community right now. Um, I guess if you really, really believe Leffen, like just should not be there. Like I, I don't know what to say it's like i guess you're out of reach but to the people who are like mixed you know starting to upvote some of these like hate comments it's like you need to think about like like we need to come together and like make this happen like yeah we can discuss like community like co code of conduct things like that after like okay like what you think leffen can do better even though i don't think i think if anything he has been on our side has been on the right side but 
yeah, it's just, it's just so disappointing. I know I've been kind of repeating some things, tripping over words. I'm just kind of fuming right now. So I don't know if I made a lot of sense, but that's just what I have to say. The best way for me to sort of try to <clears throat> recap what you said is that there yeah, are a more than one, there's more than one camp of people who exist on the internet who are happy that Leffen is not going to Summit 11 yeah. and are like, good, good, that's great because I have this reason, whatever it may be for disliking Leffen or wanting him to not be a part of the community or be canceled or, or whatever you want to say. And <clears throat> the problem is that for someone like me, I don't know any of these people personally. Uh, like that are specifically mentioned like Leffen to start with I don't know personally so all I can go off of is what most of us have which is just like it's internet footprints it's previous statements and the thing what I end up thinking to myself is when somebody comes forward and presents information in a way that I know has an agenda behind it you just have to tread a lot more carefully because there is a there is whew, you, there is a very there's a very big line in the sand in my mind between presenting and leading and anyone who makes a video where they are leading very very hard and not even subtly just like straight up saying this is what you should believe in what you should think for yourself i just go how does how can this be this this would never, <laughs> not in a court of law kind of thing, but just like this doesn't really make sense to me, even as like a persuasive piece or essay to get me to change my mind on, on this situation because like I can tell you're doing it specifically to change my mind, not to present facts and try to lean on both sides and try to be objective. So it is very hard for me to accept information where I feel like uh, this is coming from a biased perspective. Now we all, because of this, the, 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 the rules of society and whatnot, we all are going to have a certain amount of subjectivity in the objectivity of things. But when somebody's just like totally ignoring the line or leaning really, really hard in one direction, it just makes me, say well why would i believe anything that you have to say so mm. with leffen i think that for the most part the community overall feels like this is someone we want to have around and that's uh, that's a position that i land on as well so i'm like okay well that's cool and yeah. it is very unfortunate again like we were saying that because of the visa issues leffen wasn't able to come over the good news is that one of the other players from europe Pipsqueak was able to yeah make despite it work. some struggles as recent as today as of now is still on track but yes like yeah. you said fire is still experiencing even a week plus uh, over mm -hmm. over two weeks now i think being in being in north america not the united states but in but in but in mexico just being so there's just so many things. Have you seen the twit longers? You've seen the twit longers. It's insane what Pipsqueak has had to do. I to haven't get over actually, because um, since Free Leffen, uh, I've been okay. Obviously, like you know, I, I release content, but like since Free Leffen happened, I've been releasing content based on like current events, like that I felt like I really need to address. So that's why I released like Leffen, you know, and then I campaigned for Aklo, so I released Aklo, and like the thing is when I these are like longer, like more detailed videos. So I've been staying up to like four or five, like almost every day. 
Uh, so I'm so I'm not paying attention to Twitter as much. So you would have to <laughs> recap me. <laughs> My gosh. Well, just simply boil it down to Pipsqueak has had to basically be on edge pretty much no matter where he is, even oh, even when he's in the safety of his own room, quote unquote, at the place he's yeah. staying at. Is this like? It's so like, oh my gosh, is this going to totally derail the whole reason why I flew over here and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully, hopefully that won't affect Pipsqueak's performance too much. I, I, I hope not. But Yeah, that sounds we, very rough. You're already dealing with jet lag and all of that. And on top of that, you're just stuck in like where like you can't get to your destination. Right. So hopefully, hopefully Pipsqueak is there. I guess we'll find out in the next couple of days. But yeah. That does leave two spots available up for grabs after the invites. Well, they weren't even really invites. You had to play well in Smash Summit 10, the online Smash Summit, where you were there because of your SCL Summit Champions League 2 qualifiers and and pool matches, blah, blah, blah. So there were players who got in based off of that. There were players that got voted in, including Air Yangling, July 5th will forever be known as Air Yangling Day. And then we have two spots open for the big one, the awesome tournament ran by Rollback Rumble Team. So the top <laughs> two placings of this tournament, the two players that made grand finals, winner side, grand finals, loser side, would be automatically invited to Summit 11, the biggest prize pool in Melee history of over $140,000. Let's chunk. go. Let's go. My gosh. So the top two players, one was Wizrobe, who you would expect. You would expect Wizrobe to do that, but it wasn't even certain a week before or less than a week before this event happened, Fire. Some people yeah, were saying Wizrobe is actually not able to participate because Wizrobe's like moving or something like that. I, I forget what the exact yeah. thing was. He's moving. I was like, yeah, what? Exactly. Are you kidding me? Wizrobe can't. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Wizrobe made grand finals and won the tournament. So congratulations to Wizrobe. But who did he beat? Who came out of losers to take the last spot for Smash Summit Eleven? Fire! Take it away. <laughs> well, um, you know, you might have seen this in a recent video, but uh, from my perspective, oh, yeah, yeah, love to check out Firepot Twelve on YouTube. Let's go. <laughs> In a recent, from my perspective, there was once nasty, nasty Jigglypuff. Shouts to Alston Melee's new content. Speaking of Alston Melee, they made sure that their premiere didn't conflict with mine. So big shouts to them. They look out for content creators. But um, back to the program. There's a sick combo video that they shout out in their video, known as Rollout, right? Very influential video because a man named The King played Puff in such a unique way, such a fancy way, cool, as some might say. And he inspired uh, my inspiration, my, my uh, favorite puff. Well, you know, he has some competition now. He's had some competition. It's just when I see Mango Puff, I get excited. But there's been another puff from the tri-state area who's been flexing some nasty wrestling setups you've never seen, um, innovating matchups going for I can't even put it into words just, just gotta watch his gameplay Two Saint shout out to Two Saint in 2017 when it was looking like the king 
wasn't playing anymore. Mango Tech, another really sick puff uh, from France. They'd all quit. It was looking dark. It was like, man, is Puff just like, you know, a lot of planking with some like cool combos once in a while? But Two Cent <laughs> just comes in and starts dash chance resting, drill drill resting off stage up airs into suicide rests. Like, is that Mango's Falco or something? Like, um, <laughs> new setups you've never seen, the smoothest ledge cancels. Um, shout out to Solo Battle. We see more of that from now. Um, oh, yeah. Love Solo Battle. Love Solo Battle. I think he's going to be the next uh, sick representation of Puff. But, you know, Two Saints been doing it since not even 2017. That's when I caught wind of him because I saw this clip where he just walked up slowly <laughs> and forward smashed on Animal. One of the, like, Animal's a super cool fox, right? And he just, Two Saints did that to him in Fox Puff. And he was like, wow. <laughs> uh, and he's just been swagging on his opponents ever since. Not to say that he doesn't balance up his playstyle. He does. If you ask him, you know, he even said this on Radio Melee. He doesn't think like of himself as like the cool, like all like going in all the time puff. He's not because that's just what you need to do um, with any character. You know, I think for, for people that say like, oh, well, no, it's just puff. Well, I implore you to look at Mangles Falco from Genesis 2, you know, um, it's very different now. Like with every character, uh, you gotta have a balance. And I think Tusain has an excellent balance. You know, you can he'll do things where it's just like, man, if none played this character, if um, Mango did play this character, if he did, he played it today. Like that's the kind of stuff they would do. Like he's always like he's had he has those options that you just don't expect. Like they'll be playing neutral, right? And they'll be playing in a certain range, and he'll just <laughs> like we're talking about Aang earlier in the potential new Nick game. He'll close the gap with the sudden wave dash or something, an option you don't expect that's very committal, but he has the read on you. He has a read on your timing. He has a read on your drift pattern, um, you know, whether it's a fade away, fade in. Uh, he has reads on very subtle things, and he'll catch on to you. And it doesn't matter how much of a defense you have, how much of a lead you have, he will melt it, he'll melt it all away, <laughs> and he will qualify for Smash Summit 11. Shout out to Tuesday. <laughs> It was so cool to see the run happen live on Sunday night where, in all fairness, Kadoran, very deserving of the Summit 11 spot, or Ginger, or especially S2J, who yeah. that's, the, that's probably the biggest name that's not going to be at Summit 11, and it's really unfortunate. But Toussaint did so many amazing things that I just... Okay, fire you, yeah. you should know this as a Puff player, or at least mm -hmm. I hope. Is there nothing more exciting in Melee than when there's two stocks to the one stock Jigglypuff, but then Jigglypuff ties the game in stocks, and then all of a sudden Rest is back on the table? Oh, no, yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. Um, we can point to Genesis 1. Actually, July 12th yesterday was um, the day Mango rested Armada. There's a new Twitter account, um... Recalling these facts, so shouts to that. Uh, and then there's Hungrybox Evo 2016. You know, um, there's two GTX sets. 2017. Yes, GTX and Evo 2016. I will always shout out those two sets. Um, I have my preferences as a puff player, but Hungrybox was was pretty entertaining. Those two sets. Three stock comeback on Yoshi's story. I mean, that's absolutely that incredible. Stupid you dummy have to hype. Keep you have to keep replaying that for that to even sink into you. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and two saint, you know. Um, I, okay, versus SDJ, yeah, he had a little bit of an assist, I will say. Um, and you yeah, have to that admit, was like the SD of the century. I felt so, but, so bad.
But as much as people like to say, well, two saying, you know, he didn't really SD like S2J, you know, he pressured. Look, <laughs> two saying, two saying choke that first stock like that was an sd straight up like he's not yep. gonna die at that percent so i do think it's like as much as people don't want to admit it like i um if That's you're watching best of SDG, five sets are great yeah because best of five sets both players are gonna make mistakes that they're gonna be like oh i wish i could take that back like in a best of three or a best of one like you'll point to an sd and be like that had way too much sway over who won um, evil 2015 like, <clears throat> mango hungry bucks evil <clears throat> 2015 <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly <sighs> so the point is is that for a best of five there will be enough melee on on, and, and hey, Frozen Stadium. So it's not like yeah, it's not like Frozen. Yeah, it's not like Stadium being is like one of the factors of of all of this. But like, all I'm saying is that for all the quirkiness of some of these melee stages and how the Beyond Melee team kind of squashed most of it, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Good for you guys, uh, yeah. individuals. Excuse me. Good for you, individuals, taking away all the fun things of melee. But for <sighs> These sets that are played out between S2J and Toussaint or Toussaint and Kadoran, like mm -hmm. it's just so much fun to have something happen where Toussaint will just straight up miss a rest and then Kadoran comes in with the neutral B charge to right. smack the crap out of the Jigglypuff. And you yeah. go, well, that's a wasted stock. But then the air dodge into the duck under the yes. grab. Rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those of you listening, um, if you haven't seen that clip, you have to see that clip because, yeah, like Cypher, Cypher can tell you, like, yeah, he air dodged and then he ducked. So, like, you know, two different places of invulnerability, which um, Toussaint said he actually labbed for up tilt, but, like, he ended up working out differently in this case, dodged the grab. But um, you have to see it yourself to really experience it. <laughs> and um, I, I had a couple thoughts. Um, about two saints run so yeah so first off um so you know how like okay like you know a falco player will often be like oh like man it's so sick that like oh like mango represents us at the top you know or like you know peach players would say that for armada um again like yeah, me and like a lot of puffs like we respect hungry box's skill we just most of the time besides like evo 2016 and gtx didn't really feel like he represented us you know Toussaint is someone like a lot, a lot more of us feel represents us. So it's just, just big hype. <laughs> like we're so hyped to see, like we, there are so many puffs rating Toussaint and like celebrating. It was, uh, if there's like a, I don't know if there's a name like Puff Nation or something, we're all very hyped about this. But um, also I just want to get into like a little bit of the specifics of the set, I guess. Um, like, yeah, so there's like, he made plays like that air dodge rest, right? Like versus Kadorin, like I think just in general, uh, Kadoran had a really solid grasp of neutral. Like, we saw him come out swinging against Wizrobe and, like, all these players. But, um, Toussaint just had really effective reads, pretty much, I felt like. Like, he called out Kadoran's timings, like, when it mattered. He had that one read on the platform. Like, he was, like, Kadoran was on the ledge, and two was on the platform, and he forward smashed. And I've never seen that before. Like, maybe someone's done that, but that's a, that's a hard call out. Um,. Because people usually go to ledge, or I mean, go to like right above ledge, you know. And he called that out too with the wave dash in red rest. Like people were calling it like a ledge trap, as if it was like ultimate or something. Um, versus uh, S2J, he just had really solid conversions. He snuck under. Um, his wave dashes are just absolutely incredible. Um, 
people will say Mango has like the best wave dashers. Two Saints up there too. Um, and like you said, he just had the mental mentality. Like he never gave up. And when, even if he was down to his last stock, what we used to talk about clutch box, um, too clutch or too good, whatever the term would be for two Saint, we definitely experienced that factor. And what I'll say, the big difference between watching someone like Tuesday and watching Hungrybox, especially in the online era, it's just like Hungrybox will not go for the the crazy rest. Won't go yeah. for the rest that is like, um, probably could have done something else there. Bro, probably something when Tuesday did a wave optimal. dash in, Tuesday did a wave dash in to read SGJ's spot dodge, and he barely missed. Oh my god! Like every like all whoever was rooting for two like just lost their minds right there. <laughs> Yeah, but like the point is, is that two Saint will just go for it, and I love seeing that in a puff player because that is the least go for it character in the game, or at least that's how I feel um, about it. I, actually, I okay. don't feel that way, and I think two is Bowser that, the but... least go for it character in the game. <laughs> I think you're forced to do it with Bowser. <laughs> if you've seen Gimpy Fish play, he's forced to make reads all the time. I think you just don't have a choice. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. Well, up B out of shield is that really a hard? Re okay, That's sorry. Go ahead. Fire. Okay, fire. So who's the who's the what character is the most? This is a good I... thing that you could do on the Speedy Sloth show if you ever get on. Who? Which character <laughs> is the most go for the reads? Or the... I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. I because I feel like it has to be one of the lower tiers, and I don't have too much of an opinion on it. But um, shout out to. Um, people in Vire Nation Discord, they've been debating, and some of them insist that it has to be Kirby. <laughs> like, they'll just give <laughs> you all these points, like, no, look, in this in this range, Kirby can't approach. He can't approach from the air, from the ground, you know, like, all this stuff. It's like, okay, maybe it's Kirby, I don't know. <laughs> we just don't have enough data. I don't know if the Blur Slayers are going to be upset about what I just said, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we we should we should get on topic for the 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 last part of all of this. Congratulations to Suit to Saint. Congratulations to Wizrobe and everyone who has made it into Summit Eleven. But we already have we already um, have the pools for Summit Eleven. Did you know that? Do you mind if I take a quick restroom break? Commercial break? Yeah, go ahead. See, Fire was talking about taking a restroom break, but I'm talking about a commercial break where we read an ad. But guess what? I don't have any ads to read. You know why? Because nobody paid me to read any. But this is where you can come in, future advertisers. During the middle of this amazing podcast, you could pay me to read an ad to the people. Now, I have said before, I don't necessarily think I want to do ads, and thus far, I have done zero ads. I've done no ads whatsoever. But I think to myself every now and again, should I do ads? Maybe I can make a few pennies here and there, or a few nickels and dimes. Maybe perhaps a dollar or two. Maybe I could do something like that. Maybe I should try something like that. But then I think, nope, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sell out. But then I go, okay, but I have to do the content for free then, as I have been doing since January of this year. But I don't know if I want to just start shelling for other people and then get paid to do it on my own podcast. Something about that just doesn't feel quite right for me. So you know what? I was pretending like I was trying to get y'all to invest in the bottom of Smash Mountain, but now I'm now I'm going to stop doing that because this podcast is not going to do ads for a while. No more, no more pretend commercial breaks here. Fire you back. 
Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm okay. I'm sorry I was repeating myself at the end. Like, my um, internet got weak, so I actually couldn't really hear you. So I wasn't sure if you heard what I said. Like, that's why I said <laughs> restroom break, like, four times. Yeah. No worries, no worries. Hey, why and... so quiet? Oh, right, transition. <laughs> what does the cow say? So the cow <laughs> says we have the pools for Summit 11. Did you know that? What, what does the cow have to do? <laughs> Actually, shout outs to what does the fox say? I have an idea, content idea for that, but I'm saving it. Anyway, back to pools. <laughs> we have Zane, Nun, Amsa, and Yangling in Group A. We -hmm. have Mango, Moki, Hungrybox, and Pipsqueak in Group B. Mm -hmm. We have Wizrobe, Sfat, Aklo, and LSD in Group C. Mm -hmm. And then in Group D, we have IBDW, Plup, Toussaint, and Axe. My favorite group? Group B. Hungrybox and Mango being in the same pool is always going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah, in uh, in Mango Court, we've been talking about how Hungrybox is going to try so hard. Because <laughs> all the memes, all the talk, all the energy, like, it's going to be so wild if he does it. Uh, I mean, Mango's talked about on the 6-4 about how he's scared of Hungrybox for that reason. <laughs> As a meme, I think. I think he's pretty confident, actually. And um, last time they played, you know, Hungrybox did take a game, I believe, or almost took a game. But yeah, wasn't that Captain Falcon, like Mango's Falcon against Hungrybox oh. Puff? Well, I wasn't thinking about that set. I was thinking about the last time Mango played one of his mains. Uh, and uh, I think it was LACS3. Hungrybox looked like he could do it at some point. But uh, Mango wasn't practicing Fox at that time, right? So I think you have to keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, definitely a very exciting set. Um, I think... Here I am doing the Armada again. I think, I think, I think, but um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these these pools these pools have like interesting interesting matchups for a lot of different reasons. I'm just excited to see Amsa compete. Yeah. We haven't talked about Amsa at all, but like Amsa, yes, that's right, that's right. The Red Yoshi, yeah, our, one of our one of our favorite one of our favorite players from from Japan is going to be coming over to Summit Eleven, and I'm really excited yeah. to see. Amsa's performance here, starting in Group A versus Zane, Nun, and Yangling. Poor okay, Yangling. So, <laughs> so he's get a different walked all pool. over. Sorry, what? So he's a different pool. So it's, so it's Mango, Hbox, Pipsqueak, and Moki, you said? Sorry, sorry. So Group B is Mango, Moki, Hungrybox, and Pipsqueak. I went back to Group A where it's Zane, okay. Nun, Amsa, Yangling. Okay. Um, uh, okay, let me just... Uh, it's hard for me to focus on like multiple groups, so um, you cool if we just uh, go through Group B first, like um, the other players? Yeah, sure. So Mango, Moki, okay. Hungrybox, Pipsqueak. What else stands out to you there? Um, okay, so Moki, Moki, very good versus uh, Puff. Um, two Saints always um, shout out to Puffcast, by the way. Another really cool, another really cool podcast. Um, he's talked about how Moki's really solid versus Puff. He is on the more um, like creative, aggressive side, so he. Um, compared to someone like IBDW, who's like a real hungry box killer, I think uh, he's a little more vulnerable, but he's still very solid. And he beat him, like you know, the whole Division Two, Division One meme with <laughs> between Moki and Hungry Box. Like he settled that extremely well. And then Pipsqueak, um, yeah, I'm not sure how he would fit into this. Hopefully, he can make it in the first place. But um, if he does, uh, we'll have to see. I think he has potential, but he's likely to lose. Uh, and then Mango versus the two foxes. I think that's Kind of a wrap, unless uh, Moki just plays out of his mind. Um, what about you? You had any other thoughts about Group B? Or? 
Well, I think that Pipsqueak having solo battle, who I would argue is a very Ooh. aggressive puff yeah. right. and very technical as well. Uh, yes. I, I want to give credit to the, like those shield drop rests. I love solo battle. <laughs> those shield drop rests are so beautiful. Anyway, I think Flash that cancels the fact everything that... he does. <laughs> so obviously, obviously, Hungerbox is a different beast in in terms of the puff matchup for Pipsqueak, but. I wouldn't say that it's an automatic wrap from there. I'm just interested to see what Hungrybox we see because we're all expecting to see LAN offline and IRL Hungrybox and not the online slippy rollback ultimate playing streaming guy. Forward holding. I don't know. I feel like it's not going to all come back at once. And in pools, I think that's really going to show, to be honest with you. It's actually something, so what you just said, um, Mango, Zane, and Cody all agree on. They were saying so on Mango Stream yesterday, 0.25. And uh, uh, they, like, Cody was like, Hungrybox is going to realize like the hard way. So we'll see. Well, the, I know that all of those players are very motivated to put Hungrybox into his place because this whole time, you can't touch him. He just says, yeah. well, it's not, it's, not on, it's not offline. It's not IRL. Like, exactly. see me on LAN. And I know everyone is motivated to win this tournament because there's just so many reasons to win. It's the prize pool. It's the fact that it's the first big tournament back in real life. But especially to have a chance at Hungrybox and to say, no, my online results and the fact that I've played better than you is meaning something because I can beat you right here, right now. Exactly. It's the integrity of the game, man. Like, like, Hungrybox can't win. (laughs) There might be some HFAM listening, but just for the integrity of the game, he hasn't been practicing. Like, um, like it, it's only fair if like you know we see the results of of like what people have been practicing, like where they are at skill wise. You know, as much as there are factors like variables and stuff, that's the reason we play the game instead of just putting out brackets. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you completely. The other thing that I will say to take the approach from an HBox side of things is like. There's, there must be a reason why, and it's the same thing with Axe, but there must be a reason why they don't like the online landscape as much. And maybe it's part of that whole energy of the crowd, of being there in real life, of not being distracted by stuff, because Hungrybox clearly cannot compete and stream at the same time. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I think but, it's also related to the gameplay, to be honest. Like, um, so I've heard some people, um, Cody in particular says like online really messes up puff if you listen to puffcast hussein post uh both believe like online messes up puff because yeah like she's not like you know in a way she's not as apm heavy unless you count drift and stuff but um that kind of stuff is very subtle and it, it um, messes you up like uh especially versus really good people and i think when it comes to axe like yeah like a lot of players are technical but axe he's like he's technical in, in a more like micro way if that makes sense like he'll do all these like micro adjustments uh like more so than like other players i feel uh, so i think it really affects him i do think it's gameplay as well as like um, outside factors but either way it's going to be interesting to see how that goes i'll be uh man I, I really hope that i can catch that particular pool but i don't know because this is all going to be happening during the day when i also have to do other stuff like work and be a husband and father so we'll see yeah. but Let's talk about Group A, where it's Zane, Nun, Amsa, and Yangling. Now, yes, <laughs> poor Yangling, but Zane, Nun, Amsa, Yangling—that's Group A. And I think that 
putting Zane in the not same pool as Axe is a crime against humanity. That's my opinion. Have just have them get it out of the way. Like don't have them do it in yeah. bracket. Let's just have them do it in pools. Like get that matchup Especially out of the way. Especially because the seating, yeah, and the seating works too. Like that can happen. But we'll see. I hope that Zane and Axe play each other in this bracket at some point. But it's not going to happen in in the group stage because they're literally in different groups. Okay, so yeah. I'm just really looking forward to seeing Amsa play against Yangling, Nun, and Zane in this group because I've missed watching Amsa play Melee. Now, Amsa versus, I want to say, was Shunesuke or Shunsuke? Oh, no. Yeah, I can't Shunsuke. remember the... Huh? I think it's Shunsuke. Yes. It, this was for Gallant Melee Open Spring Edition where they did like yes. a first to five. That was mm-hmm. a great set. But like that was the last... That was the last AMSA I've watched, I believe, other than the Twitter clips, which, by the way, have you seen how AMSA can reverse egg on the ledge now? I did not know that. That's crazy. <laughs> There's a wow. clip of, of AMSA throwing the egg off stage. So it, I don't know how you do this exactly, but you do it in such a way where the Yoshi throws the egg facing away from the ledge, but then grabs the ledge somehow. And I don't mm-hmm. know how you do that, but it is... <laughs> There it is. And so Amsa threw like five eggs in a row at an offstage Falco. This poor Falco was just trying to recover. And then yeah. and then like spiked him or something after throwing five eggs in a row. <laughs> I was like, dang, Amsa, leave leave the poor Falco alone. He's already dead. There's so much um because I guess there's all these slippy Falcos. There's so much like, what do you mean poor Falco, you know? But I always sympathize with the Falcos. My first main, you know, I still play Firebird 12 here and there. I feel Let's for that go. Falco. I feel for that Falco, dude. <laughs> Amsa's <laughs> brutal versus Falco. Even Mango, like, um, says he can do it with Falco, but um, kind of prefers Fox. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, actually, Yoshi is deceptively heavy, so that's part of it, but that's super armor is no joke. Yeah, super armor um, and uh, parrying on the ground. So actually, yeah, sort of people and, like, and, and the fact in... that there's no there's no AMSA in the USA. There's just like Whiskers is a good Yoshi player. Yeah. There's one or two others that I'm vaguely aware of, but Whiskers in particular because Whiskers beat Hungrybox in an East Coast the... Friday or something. I know it I happened think... at some point because I saw the memes. I think Beezum did as well. Shout out to Beezum. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or even if he didn't get that upset, he's, he's really good. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? So, like, for those interested in just, like, the Japan scene and, like, AMSA, just, like, a little insight into, like, COVID or, like, how Japan was doing during COVID, there's a video out there of, like, an interview of Watch. There's a guy doing interviews of, like, international players. So I think you guys should check that out. Um, honestly, pretty depressing. Uh, as bad as, like, you know, we've Nintendo, like, the public like agrees with Nintendo is against Slippy. Like they thought free melee is like a bunch of chumps apparently. So that's why AMSA felt so uncomfortable. Like, you know, we saw Toph makes amazing videos, made a video about AMSA, like his situation. Um, thankfully, like AMSA's felt more comfortable and he's been streaming and he's been practicing with people like Toph. So, um, you know, I, I think he's going to come in hot, but uh, yeah, he's had a wild uh, quarantine for sure. And then with for group C, we have Wizrobe, SFAT, Aklo, LSD. So Wizrobe is probably going to stomp on everyone, literally and metaphorically speaking. I don't think and so, I, actually. I don't well, agree with Okay, that. here's here's the thing. Here's what I was going to say to finish off that thought. I think that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. I would love to see SFAT continue playing hot, and SFAT beat Wizrobe the last time they yeah. played. And yeah. 
And Aklo, I am just so excited for, well, okay, for Aklo and LSD, who both, this is like their first opportunity to really show their stuff in a really big stage. Yeah, and they and, both made their way into Summit in such spectacular fashions. <laughs> LSD, you know, doing his thing. The spirit bombs um, were insane. Yeah. Did you hear about what LSD did? <laughs> what did LSD do? Yeah, I need to hear about this because all, uh, all of a sudden it was like, like Yangling's yeah. getting in and then LSD just like snuck it out like in the yeah, last five seconds. He bought VIP passes, I believe, and you get a bunch of votes with the VIP passes. So uh, I think he just gave them out and had them had those people like vote for him. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and Aklo, like, I mean, I, I was part of that campaign. I'm very proud to say, like, I mean, there were people that did, like, a lot of things um, for that campaign. I was just kind of, like, participant, made a little video and stuff. But, like, man, like, just watching it was incredible. Like, um, so many players, like, really firmly believed he, like, deserved it. Like, he needed that chance. Like, Cody, IBGW, like, talked about how, like, in, he's in the same position Aklo is in right now. Like, um, he was in 2018, where it's like, okay, he's getting good, but he needs this opportunity, right? Because he doesn't have, like, that same exposure and everything. It's just great that um, Aklo got in. I'm very happy for him. But, um, yeah, Wizhope is, is a machine against Fox. Um, but at the same time, uh, I do think as Feather Shot and uh, even Aklo and LSD, like, I think is a wild card. Okay, the one thing that gets guaranteed by all of this, the fact that Aklo and LSD are in the same pool, is that we're going to get to see Lenklo at Summit. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Link Low. I'm a big fan of Link. Uh, I really like his Young Link, too. I don't think it's... Like, he won tournament with it. I don't think he's going to go Young Link, but shouts to his Young Link as well. I, I call him the Triforce of Melee. He has three different characters he can win tournaments with. Very sick stuff. Quite literally, because it's been done. Okay, and then the last group, we have IBDW, Plup, Saint, and Axe. And yeah. Plub versus IBDW, I love the fact that we're going to get to see this matchup because those are two players that you can make an argument for being the number three in this in this sort of like where are the, where are the rankings right this minute because Plub is just like, especially with like the Plub showdown or whatever that was. Yeah. Oh, I've, I'm sorry I turned down for Walt. You made a recap video on it and I literally still forget the name of it. Was it uh -huh. Plub showdown? I believe so. And Plup just stomped on everybody with Sheik and a little bit of Fox okay. as well. But like showing that like I don't think I don't think Plup's lost a step. So IBDW yeah. really wants to prove it versus Zane and and Mango and, and, and hopefully he'll get a chance to do that. But his first test is Plup and I am so excited to see that. Yeah. I think, actually, I think this entire pool, all four of them, I mean, they're very good pools in general, but these four in particular, I think are very close skill-wise. Um, yeah, you know, Toussaint did qualify, uh, and Axe um, has been on that uh, COVID slump online, but we we know Axe's potential. He literally was, at some point, like, Wizrobe and Axe were number one and two at some point, I believe. Yeah, there's a little bit of stretch of time there. I mean, Axe got second yeah. at Genesis, second at Gommel yeah. 19, and then won Summit 8. That's right. Yes, Summit 8. Um, right. And then Wizrobon exactly. Smash and Splash that yep. year. So it was just like, that was, oh, oh. Yeah, man. And, then, and that grand finals was awesome versus yeah, Axe and, and Wizrobe. It was such a representative grand finals, too, of those two, right, at that time, just like you said. But, um, yeah, like he has a lot of potential. Like we'll see what he can do. So I think because he's beaten Plub um, 
Toussaint, I think it's very hard for him because of that matchup. And Toussaint, like, kind of went in last time. But uh, he can do it. Like, we saw that one set from Genesis 6 versus Hungrybox. Like, he can do really well versus Puff, despite how horrible that matchup is. I think that matchup is just trash for Pikachu. But, uh, yeah, Plop, IBD, I'm trying to think of, like, all the... So, IBDW, um, Toussaint, very, very interesting. That's a mango lucky right there. Like, if, if you've seen them play, they're best friends. They learn together. Very exciting stuff to watch. Like, they make Fox Puff look amazing. Um, and then... Uh, Plup, Toussaint, very exciting. Plup, as good as he is versus Puff, like, Toussaint, I think Toussaint can do it, right? And, uh, the one, IBW Axe looked pretty convincing, but even that, again, I think online had to do with part of that. Um, I do think Cody's favored, but Axe has a chance. So I, I think it's just hard to say who's going to win in this pool, even though it's likely IBW or Plup. If we want to apply the whole the online to back to offline experience is not going to be what it is for Hungrybox, I'll, I'll extend that to Axe as well. I'm, yes. I'm interested to see how quickly that acclamation comes in. The one thing I will say, though, is that because of Extinction, Axe does play CRT Melee on a semi-regular basis. I don't... <laughs> like you were saying earlier, pretty sure Hungrybox never plays Melee off-stream, only plays yeah. Melee online exclusively <laughs> and didn't yeah. he tweet oh my gosh i'm sorry we're back on the hungry box but didn't he tweet something about it's not necessarily about practice for me it's about mentality and every time my mentality is on i win i'll see you all at summit or something oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i mean that's like I, me I, saying i'm the best melee podcaster i don't have the numbers but like <laughs> When I think I'm the best, I become the best. Yeah, I'll see you all at like the melee, the melee podcast and content that's con like, 2022. <laughs> yeah, that's like me saying like I'm the best YouTuber, even though like I could use work on so many things and like there's so many exemplary people out there. Um, I, okay, I think me and you are kind of exaggerating here. <laughs> you know, Hungrybox is a lot closer to the top. I think. Oh yes, yeah, certainly. Than we're giving him credit certainly. For. We're not giving him enough credit, but to be fair, um, I do kind of see where he's coming from, despite, you know, being against him on, like, many different debates and tweets and opinions he has. Like, he did make it work with mentality, right? And uh, Mango was even saying this on stream, and Cody as well, that, like, he can get pretty far with his mentality because he's just that good. Um, but Melee does keep you honest, and these some of these players have gotten to a level where even if he's at his best mentality... Uh, they can still like beat him and beat him solidly, uh, and I think he's gonna learn the hard way. But you never know, so we'll see. But uh, that's that's my take. <laughs> I do think it's a stretch that he's gonna win. I think he'll do I, better than people expect. I certainly think that Hungrybox is capable of winning this tournament, but I still don't see yeah. it happening because of yeah. the transition back to IRL. And yes. there will be tournaments that Hungrybox wins in the rest of this calendar year and in 2022 and will be a top five ranked player, Probably. in my opinion. But I, I just don't think it starts right away. And I, yeah. I'm more in favor of of Zane oh, punching yeah. that 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 ticket of, hey, I was the best in quarantine and I'm also going to start off as the best in IRL. Like, that's who I'm projecting to win the tournament. Basic, I know, but hey, in this sort of summit format, all kinds of weird things can happen and 
obviously more often than not the cream rises to the top i went over this with somebody the other day who did i go over this with oh i just went over it with myself so (laughs) only top three players have ever won a smash summit except for axe who like we were saying Mm -hmm. earlier was arguably top three at at the time Mm -hmm. so he was playing at the apex of his game so it's not like axe was playing like top 20 top 10 and then randomly won a summit so like it's always been players like mewtwo king playing on a hot streak and then armada for like the first five of them or whatever in hungry box and so coming back to zane who has been playing like like a like the like the new king of smash if you will i know that i'm gonna get Pikachu 942 really upset by saying that but the point is is that the point is that Zane has been playing shout so well Pikachu. that sorry say that again shout out to Pikachu shout out to Pikachu I'm really excited to see Zane transition from best of quarantine to best of the return like the return of IRL I, I I'm rooting for that storyline if I'm being honest I would love to see okay. a lot of players win this summit but I think for the sake of the top player storylines, I really want to see Zane take this tournament. I have two. Um, so based on two different things you said, I have um, thoughts, I guess. So first for Hungrybox, um, I guess it kind of feels like the pre-Hungrybox like Hungrybox getting really good era. Like when he was a god, you know? Like he was a threat. But like we were like, okay, he can beat these players, but he didn't do it, you know? So I feel like Hungrybox is kind of there right now. He could make his mark again, but right now he's kind of at the 2013-2014 HBox, where Mango Armada PP were like the real threats, and then Hungrybox, Mewtwo King were slightly behind. Uh, when it comes to Zane, I think you were saying quarantine, I think you're underselling Mango quite a bit. <laughs> and I'm not even saying this as a Mango Nation person, I'm saying this as like someone who's like sat down and like done stats before, you know? Um, I think Zane is... I think it's Mango Nation to say like Zane's not the best right now, but I think to say he is about a mile, I think that's a little bit off. I think when you go into Summit, Mango has a good shot, and you said top three players, and he is clearly one of them, right? So I think yeah, he has a shot true. too. He has a shot too, but uh, Zane definitely looks very. He gives you that presence for sure. I don't know about King of Smash presence, but he gives you a dominating. Uh, I'm gonna beat everyone kind of presence. So I see what you mean, but I also think you can't underestimate Mango. Don't sleep on the so kid. Can we, he said it himself. <laughs> can we talk? Can we, can we talk about? Uh, sorry, this is mean. Can we talk about uh, uh, Mango's placing at summits in the past? Like, has he not yeah. struggled at summits in general historically? Yeah, speaking? he has. He has for right. sure. The, yeah. The but one I thing think... I will say is, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's um, something that just doesn't have to be a constant in every summit. Like, we've seen Mango, like, place top three, top two. Uh, and But we've seen Pluff struggle with something similar in Summit because there's so many games, you're hanging out all the time, and then you have the final day. Um, but he also stepped it up, you know, in some... Like, the most recent um, IRL Summit, right? Summit 9. Plop had that incredible Grand Finals versus Hungrybox. So, um, and this is when Hungrybox was winning a lot. So Mango could do the but same. But yes, Plup did reset the bracket, I think, right? Yeah. And he had incredible um he had incredible winners finals and, and set two grand finals. So And I will say if Mango wins this tournament, that would also be 
like a really really cool thing to to see happen but Agreed. i just don't see it happening for myself so okay let this be That's let fair. this be a lesson to future listeners if we come back <laughs> and the mango nation is going finally somebody new to crucify hey look <laughs> I didn't really give a whole lot of reasons other than a heart feeling as to why yeah. I, Oh, and the fact that mangoes never want a summit as to why I don't think he'll win this one. But if he does, right. I'm not mad. Mind, Zane hasn't won either. And he won Genesis before the, the last summit, right before the last IRL summit. So it is a, it is much less, lesser of a sample size from when Zane is a top three threat. But uh, I mean, and in general, mango is that kind of player. Like he has had dominant stretches. Shouts to Edwin Budding's article about Mango pound three to pound four being the most dominant stretch. Uh, even though a lot of people will argue it's one of Armada's. Like there's a good argument for Mango's pound three to pound four, but a lot of times, like Royal Flush, like Big House Six, actually he was more favored in Big House Six. But there's tournaments like that where you don't expect him to win, but he does. You know, and uh, this could be another one of those tournaments. Big House Nine, very good example of that. I don't think. Oh a lot yeah. Of people, yeah. A long, long loser's run. Very, very well done on Mango's part. The other thing I'll say is that Zane Zane does still get thrown off by having different characters in the way of his bracket. When he has spaces, it is kind of it's kind of silly almost just of going like, Oh, he only has to play Falco and Fox. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Because that's what some of those that's some of those SEL weeks where he's in Division yes. One. And he's like, "Oh, I'm chilling against like three foxes today. Oh, yeah. I'm eating." But then you like you throw exactly. a falcon in his way, and he's like, "Oh, I haven't practiced against Falco in like two or Falcon, falcon. in like two weeks." And Wesrobe barely squeaks it out, which is awesome. That was awesome to yeah. see. But like exactly. maybe because yeah. there's a Pikachu, maybe because Yoshi. there's there's a there's a chic there's a there's two puffs Me, yeah. depending on how the bracket shapes up after these group pools and the gauntlet pools and all that stuff to make the bracket maybe because of all the character variety of not just fox and falco maybe that'll be enough to throw zane off and all of a sudden he's in loser's side uh, like on on like quarterfinals or something yeah and also i will say um not just like spaces being a bigger population in the online era, but also the number two and number three player. I think someone on Waiting for Game, I believe, shout out to Melee Stats Podcast and all the boys. I believe someone made a point there about how specifically the number two and three player, as Zane is playing in those SCLs, is Falco and Fox, you know? Um, so, like, it's not just that, like, it was overpopulated with spaces, but his biggest threats were spaces. Um, so not to, I don't think anyone means to discredit Zane when they talk about things like this, but these are factors, and he has had a tougher time with uh, character mixes, as you said, whether it's Pikachu, Two Puffs, Falcon, Yoshi, even. So we'll see. I wish there was a Peach in this summit. Ugh. Yeah. Hoping to see that for the next one. We'll see. All right. That yeah. just about wraps things up. I am out of time. Uh, I've been out of time technically for a while, but I've been making yeah. it work. So, Fire, <laughs> where can the people find you? And also, your final thoughts, please. Um, Final thoughts. I think... I, I know, rather. <laughs> this is a very exciting time for Melee. Um, it would be even more exciting if Leffen was here. Hashtag free Leffen. But uh, we get to see Amsta come back. We get to see Plop trying very hard. 
we get to see Axe and Hbox play in a way where they don't feel limited. Uh, we get to see the best players and the homie Yingling <laughs> compete in a very sick format, many matches. We get to watch the Mafia, you know, all that. We just get to see an amazing event after what just transpired last week in an eight-day marathon of some of the best melee we've seen, the best play in, in forever, maybe, because we just keep getting better and better at this game. And um, I'm very excited. I hope everyone tunes in on Thursday. And I guess I want to say shout-outs to you. <laughs> you've been real homie. You've been you've had my back in uh, dark times, <laughs> even if it's at, like, 3 a.m. and I'm not sleeping or something. But, well, um, see, the th okay, so cl in, in clarity, I get up really early for work, and yeah. you're still up at 3 in the morning, but it's 6 a.m. for me on the East Coast, and I'm getting ready for work, and you're just like can't sleep and i'm like yeah i wish i could sleep but i can't either so what's up so i know just but you're, <laughs> you're you're still trying to get ready for work but anyway go ahead the point is is that like okay i i don't want to give myself too much credit here i'm just trying to say that like the way that we've been able to support each other because i want to you to know or for everybody to know that it's not like it's just like a, a, a one-way street operation you have done a lot of things for me including procuring guests which is very helpful like <laughs> that that's that's very very cool of you to be like hey you you should talk to so and so that would be a great interview for you and and so on and so on and then like it happens and i'm like oh that was really cool so like cupid for example just just as the latest one but hey man I've you have really a lot of guests you have a lot of guests, and you prioritize getting Cupid on before his big day, before his Donathon stream, which he really needed uh, people to know about. So shout out to you. <laughs> That's on you, dude. <laughs> well, like I said, it was it was a it was like that was a no brainer to me. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, the all that to say, I love what you're doing with YouTube, and if you're on such a big upload streak where you've been going at it since mid May, like yeah. a break might indeed be deserved on your part especially since i know you love playing melee as much as you love doing content for melee yeah, but it's, it I is do. so hard to do both <laughs> yeah. and work that too agreed yeah um so I'm i hope i tomorrow hope... probably will be my last day for the streak so may 20 to july 14 <laughs> i did take be... some short no, that'll just be that'll be just something that you'll be able to like throw on your your kind of like not necessarily like resume, but just be like, <laughs> I did I did an upload streak for over a month. I I don't yeah, and it was not like just like random stuff. It was good stuff that you Thank did. Thank you. I mean, look, I took a few shortcuts. Like if I really was struggling, I I would put in some of my tournament matches for that day. Um, but other than that, it was pretty much like content. Like some of them were short, you know, but like uh, yeah, it was it was. It took a while, and I got some. <laughs> I'm glad you like them. Like I'm pretty proud of some of the stuff that came out. Um, like some of them really popped off. I didn't expect like Mango Fox. I just can't get you out of my head. <laughs> got people talking making about... none laugh. Sorry, too soon. What's up? <laughs> making none laugh. Or I'm sorry, is that too soon? Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't help myself. All the bots. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Mango Alinity. Uh, and then the one where I said I'm going to quit Melee. People thought I was actually going to quit Melee. <laughs> Shout out to Cupid for giving me so many banger videos. 
I got hit. I got a phantom rest, and I got salty for 20 minutes. But man, it gave me the best content ever. So thank you, the tilde, <laughs> for getting phantom rested. I guess. <laughs> yes, hoping for the 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 return of CNC tournaments in the in the near future. Here, that would big be very cool to see. Yeah, big shouts to CNC, and um, well, actually, if you're down, I could make some more shoutouts too. Please, by all means. Yeah, just shoutouts to all the um up-and-coming um, content creators and VTubers like Cupid, um, you know, just became a VTuber recently. There's also um, Godfizz, uh, Godfizz, Valparia, Mick2D, ThesisCat. So, um, shouts to... And then there's also the streamers I mentioned earlier, like, you know, Parking Traffic, Catbug96, uh, Smasher Magazine, people like that. Uh, shouts to people on YouTube, you know, we all we all know about Walt, Radar, uh, Melee Stats, and all the other content creators. There's so many, it'll take me forever to list. Uh, TikTok, you know, with Zets, Waspergy, just shout-outs to everyone doing something in Melee. Shout-outs to people like Cypher, Wannabes, uh, Melee Stats, like people doing podcasts, people talking about the game, you know, Golden Guardians, doing all of this stuff. <laughs> um, shout-outs guess... to Exile for covering EU Melee. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, like, amazing recaps, honestly. Very succinct, five-minute recaps, and yeah, big shout-outs. Thanks for reminding me, and... Um, yeah, and then I guess my personal shout-outs, uh, um, my, my homies at Melee Stats, 951 Melee, um, uh, people at Mango Nation, Vel Squad, um, my supporters, Fire Nation, and uh, people who I play Melee with, shout-outs to all of you guys. Thanks for uh, hanging my back. I couldn't have gone through a lot of rough patches without you guys, so, you know, big, big ups. And yeah, shout-outs to BSM once again. You gotta listen to this podcast if you love melee. I always say, thanks for having me. Very, on. very kind of you to say, and especially when we have such amazing guests as yourself on fire. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on Bottom of Smash Mountain once again. Thank you very much for having me. Peace. <laughs>